0: The boss called me up and said, Come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. It's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. <laughs> this is Me, She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Becca, Shane Madison. Madison.
1: Something that the mecha Shane Madison has had to deal with my
0: entire life. It doesn't matter! Because I guarantee that the Mecca will win.
2: And producer Chris. He's just a money-making machine, that guy. Uh, somebody who's featured regularly on their program. I don't think he's gonna be able to take enough time away from his other
0: ventures. The guy is a mogul. And now Bee, She's Wrestling. Bee, she's wrestling. It doesn't get much bigger than Christmas morning with B, She's Wrestling. We're calling it! A very bee- She's Christmas. I'm Ebenezer Stooge, also known as Mike Davidson, Santa Mecca over here, and I'm wearing my Christmas colors. And I'm Rudolph aware. the red, new, red nose producer Chris over there works for me. Yeah, I. You know what? Everyone said hey, you guys should cancel. You guys shouldn't go on Christmas morning. And then I heard from the listeners, hey, I plan to listen to this as my kids open their gifts. They said, one of them said, no presents until b Shees has been listened to. I hope the kids are enjoying the show. I promise (laughs) that we're not going to use any foul language. So if you're seven years old, they're not going to pick up any bad language from us. You're making a promise right off the top. A promise I intend to keep. I can't think of a better Christmas morning than opening up gifts. While listening to B-She's Wrestling. In my entire life, I've never been a big Christmas guy. Mm-hmm. Today, it's a very B-She's Christmas. Yes. H- hold on. Let's get all your cussing out of the way now. <laughs> Just hit a long beep. <laughs> or a happy holidays, depending on what your what your religion is. All right. Here we go. Let's talk local wrestling. And I promise to be positive today as I put back on my reading glasses so I can read my notes. It's not a format. Mm-hmm. It's notes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, get that out I have to put you over this oh, week.
1: thank you. First Someone and foremost, to.
0: on YouTube, yep. CWE released a video that it had the Mecca Shane Madison in a perfectly fitted tailored suit.
1: It was tailored.
0: Yes, I knew it wasn't. They don't fit like that that's, if they're not. That's right. Chad Daniels, chiseled Chad, mm-hmm. sitting across from each other with Winnipeg sports uh, icon, Hustler. Yep. It was a 10-minute video talking about what happened at Rumble to remember mm-hmm. and... What does not happen enough in wrestling these days? It's building to a money match. When will that match happen? That match, well, the contract has been signed, but it'll be a yet to
1: determined date. And the reason for that is, I I'm away for most of February. Yeah, and the anniversary show is going to be in February, so I may or may not be on that show. But I have a scoop for you. Oh, I'm going to make a very rare appearance. At uh, your favorite venue, Rookie Sports Bar, just to put a, just to add a little spice to the holiday you see the season to the eggnog, yes, since,
0: gonna just to add that little shot.
1: Absolutely.
0: I don't. Uh, it's the holiday season. I got uh, some spare time,
1: so I'm going to make a very rare and I've, it's been four years since I've even been there. Just to make a little, I have a few things to get off my chest. So it's a promo. It'll be uh,
0: it'll be a promo. No match. No match. Good. So that's essentially, I want you to think about it this way. That would be like Attitude Era, Mm -hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Red Hot, Mm -hmm. not showing up on Monday Night Raw. No. Showing up on, what was the show then, Saturday Morning Mania? Sure. Sure, Or or on Superstars. Superstars. To cut the promo. Maybe velocity, yeah. velocity, yeah. velocity. There you go. That's you're going to the B show, if you will. Oh. No offense to CWE, but I'm I just don't think that rookies does enough to promote the
1: brand. I agree, and I just let me tell you my logic is: the Rumble happened in November, the anniversary show is in February. If I'm not on the anniversary show, the match will likely happen in the spring. So that's a six month gap. So gotcha. That's a, that's a pretty wide gap. So I want this to be fresh in people's However, minds. I can
0: tell you how you could have gotten around that without having to do rookies. And mm. I'm not saying you shouldn't do mm. rookies, but I think with what you did on YouTube, and I, I will say this, that was the single best video piece that CWE has ever done. What did you like about it? Um, well, it was professionally shot. Of course. I don't do anything less than Lots that. Lots of credit to Scott Carnegie for that. Yep, it uh, Chad Daniels held his own. Like it, the way he presented himself was more than if I was producing this angle, I would say this, okay, Chad, you've done extremely everything I could ask for you in that, in that video segment, you drove the, you drove the bus on that one. You were articulate. The thing I said to you in a text, when I saw the, the rough draft was you should run for politics. You should be the next (laughs) leader of the progressive conservatives in Manitoba. That's how polished you are. You're the kind of guy that, that, a political gurus sitting there saying we can win an election with this guy. And that's how valuable you were in this segment. And that's, you're my friend of, tw- uh, what is it? 24 years, 24, almost 25 yeah. years. we got something planned for that. Yes, we do. But even if you weren't my friend, even if I didn't like you, if Adam Knight did the exact same thing you did in that, I would say that's the best thing he'd ever done in his career. That in terms of a studio segment for you, was the best studio segment you've ever done. I've seen you do some really great things in front of crowds. That was, and it, studio is tricky. Because, that was one take too. Yeah, well, you have to do it in one yeah. take. Just like we do B. She's in one yeah. take. We've never said, hey, cut, let's do it again. And if we've had to do it again, it's frustrating.
1: It's probably because you swore.
0: <laughs> or the computer, or remember when the computer crashed oh, and we yeah. had to come oh, back I remember. and try to remember. <laughs> B. She's was almost done. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was a stressful day. But I can say this about what, if I'm the promoter and I'm not, but if I'm Danny Duggan right now, I'm sitting there going, okay, I don't have to do anything in February with this. Chad Daniels gets to wrestle a match that doesn't have to be part of the angle and he gets to boast about whatever he does. He gets to run his mouth, which, or is he the baby face? He's the baby face, mm-hmm. but he can, he can start to rise to what this challenge is going to be for him. Meanwhile, you have already proven on YouTube. You can, you can elevate the angle without even touching him.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly it. And And here's the thing with, with me, as you know, I when I want to, just like you said, when I came to the thing, I was wearing a suit. It's not shot with somebody's iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's a four-camera shoot with a credible host. I'm not going to have a host that's not credible because anything mm-hmm. I do, I want credibility attached to it because I bring credibility attached to it. So that's why Hustler was there. And yeah, we just... um. It's just kind of evolved. And that was kind of what my vision was. And I thought it turned
0: out pretty good. Perfect. Actually, I would give it a 10 out of 10. I will tell you this, what now happened, what you managed to do as a heel was you managed to make sure it was clear that you're on top of your game and that people who are going to pay to see the Mecca Shane Madison are seeing, they're not seeing somebody who's been away from the game for five or eight or almost 10 years. They're seeing somebody who is in his mind, in his peak condition. And is doing the things he has to do at the gym. You put yourself over very strongly that you want this match, but you didn't make Chad Daniels look beneath you in any way. No, not at all. And you said, "Hey, I don't know if you're ready for this, but how can you how can you build that match if you don't say that?"
1: Right. And here's the thing with 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 Chad, and one of the reasons why I wanted to come back and do this, and I don't want to, I'm not going to pull the curtain back, obviously. Yeah, you too don't far. want
0: to expose your own angle. We'll expose everyone else's. <laughs> but. <clears throat>
1: One of the things was, when I was Chad's age, and you re- remember this, there was always veterans who were around, but they never wanted to help. They never wanted to give back. They were protecting their spot. They would see, oh, this young guy's getting a little too big in his britches. Let's knock him down a peg. Let's rough this guy up. Like, let, let's stretch this guy. There were very few guys who wanted to help. And I'm in the position now where I can do that.
0: Yep. And that's why, that's the whole goal of this. What you would see in veterans like Vance Nevada or Robbie Royce is that they would love the idea of working with you because they would... Get the rub. Whatever, exactly, whatever... Vance did that with the RCW tag team titles. Whatever you were building as Babyface Shane Madison or the Mecca Shane Madison they either wanted a part of it or they wanted to work against it to get themselves, to keep themselves up. Yeah. And so it wasn't, they ever said, Oh, I don't want to work with the guy. They all wanted to work with you, but they wanted it to be on their terms to keep themselves strong. I think in this situation, because you haven't been around for a while and you've come in with probably nothing to prove, but everything, but wanting to prove everything which is a great situation to be in. If if you're a free agent on a sports team and and the guy says, I have nothing to prove, but want to prove everything. It's a good attitude to have as opposed to, Hey, I've got something to prove. Right. Right. Anyway, I will say this. If I'm CWE right now, I'm sitting there going, our April looks great. And I'm not worried about February because the angle is going to carry itself. There is a obvious uh, rivalry. There's a issue, there's resentment and it, does it it carries over until you get in the ring and there's more to come yeah
1: well there you go stay tuned you're gonna have more good stuff like that because again i want to set myself apart from everybody else in this business here locally in and out of the ring and that's what you will get when you see me in or out of the ring no
0: nothing like using the b she soapbox to put yourself over there (laughs) of course merry christmas (laughs) of course a gift to yourself to start with um wpw they have announced another new venue, mm-hmm. all ages, which I thought that, I didn't know that 18 plus at West End Cultural Center, I just assumed kids could be there, but I knew there was kids at the museum mm-hmm. and I knew there was kids at the Bert. but now this venue is going to be family friendly. It's at the Rec Room, which is a great venue. Yep, another South great South Winnipeg, another, it's a new part of town. Um, it is, what is the date on that one? Sunday- it's, February eighteenth at, at five p.m. Yeah, they're starting at five p.m. So it's great for families. If you go out, you're home by eight thirty. Um, it's at a venue where kids like to go to play video games. Uh, they announced Nikita, the woman from Ontario, who I think is just a beautiful woman. Um, is that who that was on the poster? Yeah, I confirmed it when I saw the poster. I where,
1: was, where in Ontario is she from?
0: I think she's from Toronto. Oh, and I'll uh, do a little digging. Yeah. So here's what they're going to do there. What were ticket prices? Do you remember? Started at twenty dollars. Perfect for families. Yep. Perfect. This is a great, this is a great for them. They own a segment of Winnipeg wrestling fans that they can get 300 on a Friday at West end cultural center. They can get 500 or 600 at the museum on a Saturday night. They're going to start dabbling with Thursday nights and now Sunday afternoons.
1: Where's the Thursday night?
0: I think the next West end cultural center is a Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken.
1: After this one. Um, Oh, yeah. I think, well, I think you and I are privy to a little more information that we're going to share. No, I,
0: I, I thought that they advertised a Thursday. I could be wrong, and yeah. if I'm wrong... Merry Christmas, Devin. I'm sorry. Um, but I thought they announced a Thursday night at West End Cultural Center.
1: I know when their next show is after cold out. In Thursday, January.
2: January 25th. That's is, what it,
0: is, That's yeah. cold out. Oh, cold out is on Thursday. Yeah, yes, that's it is. What it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember oh, okay. taking note of that, thinking, okay, that's interesting. And I'll tell you why. When Mike Davidson was 99% going to do B She's Wrestling, Thursday was going to be the target night. Mm. When were you ever at 99%? Not on this show. No, not, he, not he, publicly. went from yeah, 6% to 63%. I was da- there was a point last year Sand where bagging. I was down. No, no. I told you guys that I had a date picked out. in at, September, in, right? Yeah. In a, September 21st. And I had the concept, but it's just, the amount of commitment that it was going to take was mm-hmm. very, very scary. Not money-wise. Oh, yeah. I had, I thought the money worked. I was, it was the work that was going to be required in the middle of the football season. Let me tell you, I Probably did myself a favor not pushing through with that. So what are we at today, percentage wise? I, I'm thinking This is the last one of twenty twenty three, so I thirty two percent. Before the end of twenty twenty three, it's no, it's no. much it's much higher than that actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? No, I'll run a show this week,
2: yeah, no problem. <laughs> no, no. I just mean in the next year. Oh. I mean fifty two calendar weeks, not Well some, Define th- is B she's wrestling. I don't think
0: it'll be B she's wrestling, no. no. Well. Well, that's almost a confirmation right there. I I, don't think it'll be, No, no, but it will be something else. No, no, I'll give you a tidbit. Merry Christmas, everyone (laughs) listening. Yep. Who wants to know? There's been two separate parties come to me, Mm -hmm. uh, and you were part of one of those discussions. Yep. One of of them that's, I would say if we all want it, it's 99%, and the right people are at that table. Yep. But at the other table, there's another one that was intriguing to me. But the problem... I also just bought it. I just put a deposit down on a second wrestling title belt for some reason. Well, there, uh, there might be a problem. There might be, no, That he won't be involved, <laughs> but it's, the world is very interesting right now where there, this hasn't happened since early two thousands where there's people who say, Hey, I wouldn't mind getting into promoting or, Hey, maybe we want to do this. And the difference also is there's never been people with money other than Jeff Dick and John Newman who've said, I'm intru- I am I want to do something with this. This mm-hmm. looks appealing or interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what my percentage is and I don't know what my role would be, especially when I talk about being at a table with a lot of influential people. Right. I might just be there as a loose consultant and I might be very happy in that role. The other meeting was you know, it was a follow-up from something I had a conversation with about last year. And I'm getting off topic here. I don't want to, uh, it's cause it's not about B, she's wrestling, but well, it is about B, she's wrestling, but I, it's very, it's not something like if this was 2010, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. If this is 2012, I'm doing it. By two thousand fifteen, it had to make sense for me. Yeah, and all the stars have to come
1: into alignment. Absolutely,
0: and that's that's the challenging part.
1: Well, we'll find out when our after our next meeting with this
0: Uh, influential. I guess January twenty second. Yeah, three weeks away. Can't believe we got you to pull back the curtain just for a second. Well, and I don't want to dangle something like the one concept I had for this year was a hell of a concept. Yeah, I love that. But it would have lost money probably. But the the guy who was ready to write a check said, "Hey, when I start a business, I don't think I'm profiting." two months after I open, let's have a vision for how big you want to take it. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's set, uh, let's set, uh, benchmarks. Anyway, something I want to talk about special for Christmas day Mm -hmm. are the people who never get credit. Yeah. Right. Lots of them. The people who are adding credibility to independent wrestling in Winnipeg and all across Canada, it's in every town, Mm -hmm. but I want to talk about the ones in Winnipeg. And I told you guys that I was going to go here with this. And I made a list of some people and I hope you guys can add to my list or, or, you know. Subtract. Well, if, <laughs> if there's a need to subtract or maybe I give some, so. give a feedback as to why they belong there. Yep. Uh, the first one I wanted to say who adds something to the local wrestling scene is James Corba. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. the general manager for WPW. He, even though he's in the industry in a per- peripheral level, he's not an active wrestler, but he is in the industry. I consider him sure. a colleague. Absolutely. He's the one of the only people I can think of that when Gary Wolf came to town for that CNWEA show, he didn't go and say, hey, listen, I'm in the industry, give me a comp. He just quietly put his, put his money where his mouth was. Yep. Didn't say who he was, no, where he was from. Just went, took in the show, sent us a review of the show. Yeah, he did. He's been doing that since for 20 years, supporting re- every local wrestling show and company. I have a
1: video, <clears throat> excuse me, a CWF video. So 25 On APTN, years. okay, where the APTN host was interviewing some of the fans coming out of the venue, and James Korba was one of those fans.
0: Yes. That, He's been around for a long time. That yeah. commitment, that's what I call a booster, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who just supports, somebody who All, is, all these great terms, profile, venue, booster. 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 This
1: guy's got all the terms here. Another yeah, well, shirt. I do. Another, booster. Shirt. I yeah. do, <laughs> another, another shirt, booster. Shirt.
0: booster. Yeah. I do do some homework. I just- my homework's a little different. He's upgrading people. his lexicon. profile venue. So I would say that Corba is the guy that doesn't. He's and he's not a guy who seeks the attention.
1: And can I also say after the Burton Cummings sh- theater show, Corbett got in the ring, visual, visual, visually emotional, because that was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and he put a lot into that. Yeah, and that was very touching. I thought that was a nice touch. So yeah, absolutely, he should be recognized for
0: sure. I'm checking his name off, referee Alfonso.
2: No, qu- no question. Love this him. is a guy. Little who, details.
0: Yeah, the little details. He he's come from putting together sets for movies. Mm-hmm. That attention to detail, when you transfer that to local wrestling, mm-hmm. ups the product in a way that I couldn't even put into words.
1: Commitment to professionalism. Another one. Yes.
0: Yeah. And he not only as from the back from the production end of things, his efforts as a referee. Mm -hmm. And the fact that away from wrestling, he is a EMT, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. He's an EMT, ambulance attendant, right? Sure. So he's got a real life hero job Mm -hmm. on top of what he's done in the wrestling industry, which I would call him a hero because Mm -hmm. the thing about Alfonso is this guy doesn't seek the glory for those turnbuckle pads or the magnets on the post. Or the shot
1: glasses or the shoelaces or the patches on his shoes or the patches that he gives to the other referees for their referee shirts so that they also look professional.
0: And we're barely scratching the surface. The magazine. Yes. Yes. We're barely scratching the surface with what Alfonso does. And I don't believe that he has ever leveraged that commitment to say, I want in the office or I want, I want some say, or I want something in return. He might get compensated for it, but I guarantee he's not getting compensated to scale for what he is actually doing. He come and, you know, at the CWE
1: shows, he's very helpful in the back. He comes around. He's like, Hey, what are we doing? I'm with you. What, what's the times?
0: Like very organized, you know, a good soldier. Completely non-political too. Works for anybody that calls him and always offers something to Mm -hmm. where he's working. Probably the best active referee in Winnipeg, I would say. Yeah. You know, Pretty close. Well, be, the next guy on the him, list him right. is Scott Carnegie. There you go. The next yeah. guy on the list. For over for almost twenty years, since two thousand and five, when I decided AWE was going to be on pay-per-view, mm-hmm. the first guy I called was Scott Carnegie. And since then he has maintained some level of peripheral involvement to wrestling Mm -hmm. or active involvement in wrestling. The guy who put together your video and maybe there was a financial arrangement, maybe there wasn't does not matter. His work was worth a lot of money. Oh yeah. Whether he got paid or not, whether he did it pro bono. This is a guy that never ever asks for anything and always delivers something. Yeah. He did the documentary ring warriors a few years back on CWE. he has, his involvement in local wrestling dating back to 2005 when he contacted the Fight Network and got AWE a TV deal, he has always given something to the wrestling industry more than he's ever asked for back. He sent me a picture today mm-hmm. of a check with my signature on the pay, on the pay list. With a guy from DC's of the Rees part two. Okay. Paying him on December of something 2005 at X amount of dollars. Yep. That bounced like a basketball. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> That's saw him, awesome. I said, I'm so sorry. He's like, hey, it's not your fault. I said, can I post it? He said, yes. But so, you know
2: what?
1: Hold on. That's a great point because this is also a guy and we have these kind of peripheral support people, but like this is another guy who's been burnt. Oh yeah. Yeah. And how many of these unsung heroes have been burnt or taken advantage of or taken advantage of, but continue to stick around because they love it. They, they, they see, um, what the, what the promotion is trying to do. They feel they can still offer something that is even more commendable after the fact that they've been burnt on something.
0: I don't think there will ever be a time where the wrestling industry realizes what they could have with Scott's or what they already have. And that's a major compliment to that man. I know he listens regularly. Yeah, and we're
1: not even talking about him as a referee, which he does an exceptional job at yeah. as well. So yeah. there's that too. He's so he's diversifying himself. He's making himself more valuable in different
0: areas. Yeah. And, and shout out to his company, sugar cube media. Yes. So Scott, I don't say it enough. Thank you. Uh, next on the list. And unfortunately I'm going to name one, but there's a several that do it.
1: Is Jay Rockney on this list? Cause I got a great story about him.
0: Uh, Anyway, I'm talking about graphic <laughs> designers, That was a right? And uh, sorry, you I, someone always tries to cut me off. Um, this guy does the the graphics for Primos, and in a company that sorely sorely needs credibility, if you ever see their graphics, it is he is one of the best at what he's doing. He keeps his graphics clean. His name's Dustin Holm. He's been a loyal fan for many years, mm-hmm. but the work he does to give. Uh, Primo is the opportunity to market with the best of them. Unbelievably, and I think he's one of the best at it. I'm not going to say he is the best because er, they're creative people. They all have to be good at Listen, something. Listen, he's
1: got to be good with what he's working with. A so. lot of times, yes. So he's, yeah. he's very good. So
0: Dustin Holm, I, my understanding is he's very unselfish. He's Him and his son go to a lot of shows mm-hmm. and very nice person. And you know what? No ego. Like it's, it's just... He's this is what he's tasked with. Primos gives them the venue, they give him the date. A lot of times, they don't give him all the information, and he's got to make it worthy of people buying yeah. tickets for them. He does an outstanding job. Unsung Hero gives credibility where it's needed in a company that, need, that will never have too much people like Dustin Holm on their list. Next on the list, mm-hmm. the owner of firstrow.ca. And it might seem like we're thanking a sponsor, that's not why Curtis made this list. Curtis Housen. Has always been a guy that's willing to give to guys in the business. Always there to offer advice or listen or anything like that. Um, he did the signing last year with the two uh, the AEW guys, yeah. the Guns and Ethan Page. Ethan Page was there. He, if guys want to, you know, use his store to sell stuff, he's open to that. He's he's always been somebody who, if he wasn't so busy. Would and he did dabble with promoting with WrestleMax, but if he wasn't and he was one of the original partners in WPW, if he wasn't so busy in real life working at a school with with you know kids, and and his store, he's I think he's always been a bright spot on local wrestling for every wrestling company, not just um, any particular wrestling company. So I think Curtis Hausen's an unsung hero who belongs on the list as well. No question about it. You are going to have to tell me about the CWE photographer that I put on the list but did not write his name down. Um,
1: You know him. Yeah, Mark Watman is his name. And, yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know where this gentleman came from or how this all evolved. But, again, in wrestling, you kind of have this revolving door sometimes of photographers, or sometimes they last, sometimes they don't. And Mark's been probably on quite a few shows. I remember he was still on the shows when I wasn't even really involved, you know, in front of the camera. But uh, a great guy, takes great photos. I have no idea why more wrestlers don't take advantage of his services. I think the last show, we had 50 guys in the Rumble. I think like 17 guys took pictures. Half of those guys aren't even on the roster. Like Carter Chen, Ryan Starr, who's not even around that much. All these guys, but they're too like, oh, I don't want to get into my gear. And I'm like, you guys are ridiculous. Or, oh, I already got pictures last show. Guys. Yeah, every time. Every time because you have more pictures, the better. He's there. He, do- he doesn't charge you for them. You can sell them. You can sell, oh, I don't have one 8 by 10 I have eight different 8 by 10s because I have all these different pictures. Take advantage of the guy. He's a great guy. He does great work. Made me look like a million bucks. You guys have seen my promo pictures. Thank you, Mark Wattman and any photographer who comes and volunteers are time to help out local
0: wrestlers. Let me tell you something, wrestlers. It is an epic fail. If you call yourself a professional wrestler and there's, if there's somebody in media that's over there looking to do an interview and you don't go introduce yourself to see if you can help that story or if there is a professional photographer with professional equipment and you're not going over and introducing yourself and asking, Hey, is there anything you need from me when I'm performing tonight that you're looking for, for a shot? If you're not going to that photographer and saying, Hey, if you need me to pose whatever you need from me to give you what you need, let's do this now or to make them look better exactly he's trying to make you look better guys the biggest thing for a wrestler that they don't understand they all will sit there and they'll do a homemade picture because they need it for a poster last minute if you go to the photographer and you have a good relationship with the photographer you can then say hey i need a picture from this promoter in in Alberta. Oh, send them this one. Send them, I can send them five or six great ones. The better the photo, the more posters you end up on. The more fans think you're special to give money to buy a ticket. It's an important relationship. And can I also say something else? And I always go out
1: of my way to, to introduce myself to the photographer or whomever. All the support people. All those people. I went at the last CWE show. I asked, who, is, who runs this venue? And the gentleman was there. And I went over to the guy and I said, hey, my name is Shane Madison. I'm wrestling on the show tonight. I just wanted to thank you for having us at the venue because we really enjoy wrestling here. And uh, we really appreciate the opportunity. Just
0: trying to scoop the venue, aren't you? No, I'm (laughs) trying to.
1: This is part, guys, wrestlers They don't think like business people. I know. But this, guys, this is part of it. And I had a chat with somebody earlier this week about this. To be a top guy, there's more than just getting in the ring and wrestling. You need to be an ambassador for the company. You can't be an embarrassment to the company. You need to be able to be a go-to for media. You need to talk to the sponsors. You need to be available for certain things. When the promoter asks you for a promo or a picture or an interview, you do it. If there's a photographer there, you do it. All these things. You need to do these things you can't keep dusting Shane Madison off to come back and do all this stuff. You
0: sound exactly like Nick Dembski or Zach Claros Do I? Who just know, oh, okay, there's there's a, a sick kid for the hospitals here. Okay, please bring them over to me. Oh, one of our sponsors is here. Please let, I, I'd like yes. to, inter- oh, you mean one of our media partners is here? Yeah, please. I want to meet them. They take the initiative to meet those people so that they, they are a big part of the brand by doing that. Wrestlers have this ego that... Uh, They pay to see me. I am the performer. I don't need to do this stuff. No, you stupid idiot. Yes, you do. And we talk
1: about venues and profile venues, which we talked about last week. And I always say to the promoter, get me in an an interview with one of these guys who runs this venue. We will close this deal. That's how confident I am if you get me in front of somebody we can make this happen.
0: Will you be able to get concessions? No. Will you be able to get free mercies? <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Well, but we're is talking a- about a profile venue. Yeah. What do you want?
1: Do you want to be able to sell dollar bags of chips? Yes. Or do you want to be able to be in a bigger, more impressive venue?
0: Well, that's going to cost rent though. Well, there's a trade-off. There's a trade-off. Here yeah. there's there's a what trade-off. The is. Yes. What do you
1: want? The, the, do you want to be looked at as a leader, as a professional? Or do you want to have... If the
0: business, you know plan, I mean? yeah. if the business plan is properly uh, executed... Yep the better the venue, the better the sponsors, the more revenue, the more fans come, the more they think this is the next stage to major league wrestling. Yeah. If your venue is a bingo hall or, or the local community club, which they can't run anymore, but if it's something where they're like, oh, this is, if, you, if they think the venue is publicly accessible and anyone can do it, hmm. then they think your wrestling show is public access and anyone can do but it. But what I'm saying is that guys out there listening to the show, and there's a lot of them,
1: use experiences like that with venues with the uh, guy who run the venues with sponsors use it as a method to practice working mm. you're trying to get over yeah make can you- like
0: you can you can you make the fans right. like you it's the same skill It's the same thing guys. It's about getting over. Can you do it or not? Yeah, I at, can. At the same time as the promoter, sometimes I would look at my talent and be like, "I don't want that guy talking." Well, to sure,
1: him. but that's why when Global Sports comes to the Rumble to Remember, who do they try to find? They try to find me, Mentalo. Mentalo, because he looks cool. Yep. He has a mask, he's right? Real life, he's a real life action. Exactly. Here. You want you don't want some schlub wearing sweatpants who looks like he just woke up, had had three beers in him, and he was smoking darts in the exactly. parking lot. Exactly. Unprofessional,
0: dirty shirt, whatever. So Mark Watman getting back to getting a little off topic. Thank you, Mark Watman, great photographer, and also another shout out is I don't know if he's been around too many shows lately, but Kerry Louder, who is around for WFX, one of the best photographers, does. Terrence Mahalik back in the day, the late Terrence Mahalik, of course, he he kind of set the standard. He actually there's a picture of Ric Flair from 1972 or 73. Taken by Terrence Mahalik when Ric Flair was 280 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So, and I think like that might've been one of R- Ric Flair's first five matches. Right. But the moral of the story is
1: these are the people who are doing this now, but there's been many, many Absolutely, over the yeah. last
2: several years. Yeah. Sean Coates, another one. For sure. Just, just a little tie into that as well too. And you sort of nailed it a little bit with the Ric Flair story. Not unknowingly, Ric Flair was 280 pounds once. People change. So get a picture every show because if your physique is going in the right direction, it should be different show to show. Your tan's going to be different show to show. Your different, gear
0: should be different, different show to
2: show. You're going to be different show to show. You might catch a great
0: picture one day and have gold. Yeah. What the problem is, is is exposing a laziness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just want to go through the motion. My yeah. work is only the 20 minutes I have to do in front of the yeah. crowd for the match.
1: Oh, I don't want to get geared up and get oiled up and get all dirty. Like It's like, guys, you wear a t-shirt in the ring.
0: You yeah. also don't want to get over if that's your attitude. Yeah. Two more left to go. Okay. The man who made the WPW championship belts and he's done artwork for a lot of talent, Richard Lavely Mm. and his family, uh, doesn't get a lot of credit. Great artist. Great artist. Um, The belts in WPW, you can see them. They look great. Mm -hmm. Very nice guy. I've met him at two or three shows. He's an avid listener. I wanted to shout out to him because nobody makes belts in Winnipeg. They have to order them in all over the world. He makes them here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's they're handmade if I'm not mistaken. Did, did he make yours? No. No. Thank you for putting <laughs> me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. That was shipped to me from another country. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry, Richard, but I but did you are, but pulled it for Beachi's wrestling belts, you know. I did ask Richard to make a Beachi's wrestling I did belt? ask Richard first if he wanted the project of making the belt and he said it's quite it's quite a it's a work of art for him. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of blood, sweat and tears and he just he, this was he i think what he's done for wpw was an expression of his love for wrestling mm-hmm. i don't think he asked for a lot in return so i wanted to shout out to him as an yeah. unsung hero they're beautiful as belts. for what i got for a belt or belts or however wide many belts are here that i've I, seen a few yeah they keep multiplying Maybe pictures because there's only one in one they keep popping up uh that's you, a different you keep sending me prototypes yeah what do you think of this yeah, people are gonna get the wrong idea. What about that eighteen foot <laughs> ring I sent you pictures of there, pal? <laughs> yeah. What? Um yeah, so Richard Lavely, mm-hmm. you have made the list of unsung heroes that we wanted to shout out with on a very bee she's Christmas. The last one people are surprised that it made the list. And if there's anyone I'm missing Adam Knight.
1: Are you out of your mind? Oh, okay. No. Adam Knight for the promos, the the, the gold. That's, have?
0: I have to thank Adam Knight for those gifts of content he created for us. That's true. We should thank him for that. Yes. There's a lot of content under the us? Christmas tree for Bishi's. version. Do wrestling. you miss
1: me? Do you. you miss me? Thank you. Thank
0: you Adam are we going to do an Adam Knight impression? Do you <laughs> know how many
1: episode? times I hear what those Bishis guys no, it's are saying? Getting, he it's sounds getting so down defeated down when do he's... Do
0: you miss me? Yeah, he sounds... Don't, don't do that. Our imitations <laughs> make him sound so defeated, but in his mind, he's not defeated. Maybe I'll see him at Rookies. I'll ask him if he's missed me. People think... You should. People think this man is our competitor.
2: Mm. We have a competitor?
0: No. No, I he, didn't think so. No, because the work he does showcasing wrestlers on an independent scale he travels to fargo he travels to edmonton he does a lot of stuff at every local show i always see him around blair Hmm. pacheco of the grain maker podcast oh yes i've listened to a few of their episodes yes and and people say oh well aren't you guys you guys are in the same game No, no i you and i give insight analysis producer chris you make us sound good we aren't sitting there there's a lot of episodes where we don't say a lot of positive stuff. We break it down. We are constructive. There's criticism. There's analysis. We're trying to make the business better our way. He spends his entire episode pushing the positives and taking one wrestler could be TJ Cannon, could be Robbie Royce, could be Tyler James. Yes. Putting them, spotlighting them and making what they do a feature. A feature. And so, Grainmaker uh, Wrestling Podcast. Check it out. Yes. Have a listen. If he finishes higher than us in Spotify, I don't get mad. It's not like that. I think he listens to our show. I listen to his show. If you were ever to, you know, fall ill and couldn't be my co-host, I'd ask Blair if he wanted to sit in. If he ever wanted me on his show, I'd gladly do it. It's a very friendly relationship. He's an unsung hero. You need mm-hmm. to listen to his podcast. He goes to every show. He travels. He's, he's based out of Saskatchewan? No, he's in Winnipeg. Is he? Yeah. Who's
1: a Saskatchewan podcast I was listening
0: to? There's a uh, That's uh, In Your House. Ha- oh, yeah. In, in Your House. Yeah, In Your House podcast. In The House or something. Yeah. Those guys I think are in Saskatoon. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Those are good dudes too. Yeah, they're great dudes. Anyone that, let me tell you, anyone that makes a commitment to do a regular podcast, you know. It's a lot of work. I am so thankful for you. Merry Christmas, Mecca Shane, Madison, because I know how busy you are. I know what you're going through. You still make that two hours that we do every week. You never tell me, hey, listen, it ain't worth my time or hey, listen, it's never that. It's we're going to do it. It's because I love it. Yes. And producer Chris, you have us in your studio. So- you guys are unsung heroes although certainly you manage to sing your praises to yourself sometimes and i (laughs) certainly i certainly recognize what you what you do for local wrestling but you are an unsung hero producer chris you are definitely an unsung hero so thank you for the first segment we still have more to talk about but i wanted to make sure that we make a point of thanking all those unsung heroes ho 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 merry christmas
3: Well, this is Wayne Stanton wishing all you bees sheezers out there a very merry Christmas and a happy new year. Enjoy it while it lasts, you cowards. And I mean that. From my bottom to my heart. All right, everybody, this is Brother Me Not Talking at you right here, baby. And I will be bringing tight i I be bringing tidings and goodwill, baby, to the entire community. At B.C.'s Wrestling, baby. And I mean the entire community, baby. That includes the imitators, the listeners, and the will-not-admitators, baby. Yo, baby, have happy holiday, and the meziest of measy-crazy, if you understand me.
2: This episode of Bees She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store, where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favorites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bees She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code she's That code is B-E-E-Z-S-H-E-E-Z, one word, to get 10% off. Visit the store online, firstrow.ca, or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at First Row in person, 1835 Main Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba. First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store.
0: Oh, you know we give out, it's Christmas, you gotta give a gift. You say oh, or do you say ho-ho? Ho-ho, we gotta give a gift out, um... We give out, we were very lucky. Our friends at the world famous Palomino Club, Scotty Townsend. Oh, I love the pal. The best bartender I've ever met. Gave me a t shirt. There you go. You should see what it says on the back. I can't, oh.
1: maybe I can't repeat it on Christmas morning. Not on Christmas, Christmas, Christmas morning because
0: there's a lot of seven year olds listening as they open great, their gifts.
1: Great t shirt. Yeah. All
0: right. And they're saying, pick up the pace. So you can get $50 oh, gift they, card to the drinks. world famous Palomino Club. And this week, a good friend of the show, Kevin. Was the winner of the $50 gift card? Keys. You know how he got it? Oh. He, he sent in a question. You know what? Hmm. We're not answering the question. It was a bad question. So I said, you know was what? It? Yeah, it was just, it didn't qualify. Okay. It just, it was a good, it was an interesting question, but it wasn't interesting to our listeners. Okay. So, but Kevin, you listen, you participate, you're a great guy. Merry Christmas. You're going to the world famous Palomino Club, $50. We'll
1: see you there over the holidays. Gift
0: card. I'll be there.
2: Yes. And, and let's just point something out here. How easy it is to win one of those gift cards. Oh. Send an audio message. Send an audio question in. Send a question in for the mailbag. Anything like that. Laugh at we me love for it. being 14, year, 14 yeah. years out of Damn touch near now. near 15 years Jeez. out of touch. Yeah. yeah if th- you want to roast Mike Davidson, send us an audio clip of you roasting him, and you might win a gift card for that too. How about this? You can send
1: a, a voice clip about all the times Mike Davidson was wrong.
2: Yeah. Uh, that, would very, okay. that would be now, good. That would
0: be that's going to be a short clip. Oh, okay. no, was, <laughs> it could be long. I was going to say you, that might be a whole podcast. But if you send the <laughs> amount of times I was right, it'll be extremely Well, long. no one's going to send that in. No. Maybe for $50 for the Palomino Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. AEW was rocked last week when Kenny Omega announced he was out of action indefinitely. Mm-hmm. What is the word? It's the same thing Brock had. Diverticulitis. Yeah, diverticulitis. Which... I work with a 70-year-old who has that. It's... It's like Painful. life, it's life threatening. Can be, yes. Yep. Brock Lesnar almost died. That yep. was due to bad medical care in a Brandon General Hospital.
1: Welcome to Canadian healthcare. I, yes. know, I know a lot about that this month, let yeah, me tell you. Yes. Yeah.
0: In the case of Kenny, my understanding is he's comfortable and he's in a, I believe, a Florida hospital mm-hmm. and he's getting good care. He's uh, there uh, because he's an EVP of all elite. I believe he's got medical insurance through his contract. So it's not... They would take care of that anyways. They would so, anyway, yeah. but it, that's not necessarily wrestling related. No. Um, it does do something to their roster, though. You know how many times I've said this year, gosh, why aren't they making Kenny Omega their top guy? Well... Now we know why, kind of. That and the last injury was four to six months, and this is going to be four months. He may not be back in time for April for Winnipeg, so you don't be surprised if it's a Kenny Omega promo. Well,
1: remember, Brock Lesnar had, like, what, 12 feet of intestine
0: removed? Cut out, Yeah.
1: So it's like, and like, Kenny's 40 years old. Like, I mean, with that style, we talk about it. It's very hard to wrestle that style. Yeah. So is he done? No. No, he's not done. But I don't I, think I, so either. I don't
0: see him back outside of at least six months. I've got an interesting story about Kenny Omega to tell you. Okay. Back in the last contract he had with New Japan, those used to come up in January, right after their Tokyo Dome show, mm-hmm. January 1st or 4th. 4th. Yeah.
1: And the new year's dash the next day.
0: And I remember somebody who knew and (laughs) just gave it away. I knew someone who knew Kenny very well. Piece of (laughs) cheese. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he said, I don't think Kenny is signing in new Japan. I think he's going to WWE, but I don't think he can work the schedule because Kenny need Kenny. After every one of those big matches needs recuperation time. He said, he doesn't have that many matches left. I think that was 2017 or 18. Okay. It was around one of those uh, Takata matches. Okada. That's what I said. You said Takada. Play it back.
2: I, I will that, play I it back. I said is that, it, that a kind of Doritos?
0: Takada, Okada, it's not that far off. Takate,
2: great yeah, beer. It, it, yeah, one's a chip and one's a person. Who's Takada? Well, t- Takis is a chip. But. All right. Takate is a great beer. My favorite beer is a, a good s-
0: I have a, If you listen to this podcast, <laughs> I have a speech impediment, okay? Hey, look, Mike I Dism also, was
1: wrong. You can you can send a voice <laughs> clip in. I
0: also out. say the word broughten. Broughton, you did say that last week. Yes, it's brought. Yeah. Okay, so I okay, chicken broughton. Listen, it's Okada. I said Okada. Okay, boys. Okay, carry
2: on. <laughs> he's all. He's all reclam- I, I
0: said I was not going to get mad on Christmas morning. He's, well, he's, he's very reclam- Ebenezer stew just turning into the Grinch that stole you're, a very she's Christmas. You're shirt. looking as red as Santa's suit. <laughs> so Kenny Omega is going to be gone for a little while. Get well soon, though. Long yeah. time ago. Seven, six years ago, I was told he didn't have many matches left. He's gone to All Elite. He's wrestled a lot of big matches. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why he gets put in those things like trios and stuff like that. It's to prolong the life expectancy of his career. I'm not saying he's going to die, but his career, (laughs) for it to extend, you're going to have to get creative on it. I think the way to book Kenny Omega... He doesn't have to wrestle that often. Like Roman Reigns. Yeah, you could have him do 10 matches a year and still be your top guy. Booker of the Year will do that. Tony Khan. Yeah, he could be your heavyweight champion. And the chase for the champion who only plans to wrestle... The angle is simple. He is contractually contractually obligated to defend the title every 45 days, not 30. And he plans to use that to his advantage. And he makes sure that every 45 days, it's a masterpiece as he defends the title, keeps it, keeps it, keeps it. The fans want him to wrestle more. He won't. Fans get mad. They want him to lose the belt. There is an angle there. But you have to play into the angle and work with what you got. Now, this could be something that, shortens his career, and I hate to say that. I think of Kenny Omega as that kid I met many years ago. I thought his career would last forever. It may not, and that sucks. It's been an amazing career. He belongs in any Wrestling Hall of Fame. All Elite needs to get it right. Will Ospreay, what's going on with him? Will Ospreay? Mm. Nothing right now. So he's going to debut? Yeah, he's going to debut. His contract is up at the end of January. Do you think All Elite would do well with Dolph Ziggler? He's doing a show in Puerto Rico as Nick Nemeth.
1: Yes. Uh, do I think he would? they would do well with him? No. I don't think they'll do well with anybody. Do you not think,
0: though, I was thinking this today. Sorry to no. throw curveballs at you you no. didn't even see coming. <clears throat> could you not present Nick Nemeth, or give him a better name, as your replacement to Cody who left over two years ago now, and you could make Nick Nemeth that kind of star in All Elite, the fans would take to it, make him a top guy, treat him as the new Cody and cast him as either a baby. uh, I would cast him as a baby face. You're, you're sighing or you're thinking it could be done. I know you're asking him, but I, 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 I'm the most qualified of the three of us as a booker. I um, know the stuff you're booking yourself with has been pretty good. I don't think you don't think you could present him as a top guy.
1: Cody was there originally, like as part of the rebel, a part of a revolution to start something with some key people. Right. Dolph Ziggler was not there. He's been positioned as an underneath guy. That middle had, card, yeah. Stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. The fans have no faith in him. I think actually the fans might like, like not enjoy him because he's too sanitized. He's too corporate. He's too WWE. How is his promo? He can do a promo and he can yeah. wrestle too. Let me tell you how I would present
0: him. I would have him walk out on dynamite. And and we're talking about this because again, these ninety day no competes just are ended. Up. Yep. Yeah, just They're ended. Up. I would have them walk out on dynamite, grab a microphone and talk about you guys don't need to believe in me because the office at the other company didn't. And that's what made me a free agent. If you fans don't believe in me as a whole, I don't, I'm not, I'm, this is something I'm used to in my career, but this is the first chance I've ever had to be the best in a company. So I don't want you guys to believe in me and I don't want Tony Khan to believe in me and I certainly don't want the guys in the locker room to believe in me because Nick Nemeth believes in himself and I don't care who it is. I can beat every single guy in this company. I could be the top guy tomorrow and there isn't anybody that will stop my work ethic or my drive to be that guy. So I don't care, Mr. Khan. Shotgun book me against anybody you want. Put me in in an angle that's supposed to end next week that should last for three months. (laughs) I don't care who it is, but let me tell you, Nick Nemeth is going to win that match. He's going to win the fans over one by one by one by one, and eventually I'm going to be the top guy in this company because I've got something to prove, and a guy who's got something to prove is the most valuable guy on your roster. There you go. Sounds Walk great. And build him from that.
1: Great. They're not going to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. they, had, they had edge. They had
2: edge. Look what happened with edge. Yeah, and you, and you said... Verbatim, you know, could he be the new Cody? Well, the old Cody was not over at the end. Was the old Cody
0: not booking himself in some really, really bad angles?
1: He was booking himself as a guy who it was known he was in, in management and he probably felt, well, I can't really push myself because everybody knows I'm in management, so I'm going to do this thing where I can't challenge for the title. And then he was, he was just trying to be too... He wasn't looking out... F- for Cody's business, he was looking out for everybody else's. Yeah, I
0: think. let's talk about AEW business.
1: Ooh, attendance in Winnipeg, Winnipeg is oh. down;
0: it's down sixty percent from oh. their on-sale period. Their on-sale period in 2022. Now, granted, everybody wanted them to get into Winnipeg at that point mm-hmm. was over five thousand. They topped they they capped out at seventy six hundred in March of 2023. So they go into December of 2023. No momentum, and they're twenty one seventy. Is, is that twenty one seventy two is the exact number I got as of last Tuesday, maybe. And remember, in
2: around this time last year, they stalled out huge after Christmas. Yep. 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 So they're they're already limping into the stalling season. Well, so to speak.
0: Here's what's going to happen to them here: three for one tickets. Well, that's the problem. Is there were people who paid the premium. That first week last time, oh, and there this are guys is... on Winnipeg
1: in Winnipeg who are already booked for that show. By the way, we're gonna.
0: Do you know? Do you want to drop names? No, or no, not right now. You prick. <laughs> be hey, nice on Christmas. Con- this is a conflict of interest. If you know something that should be said on a beach, maybe mic, it's me. You are supposed to say it. Maybe it's me. That's part of your contract. Have we entered the cursing part of the podcast oh, yet? Oh shoot! The seven-year-olds are going <laughs> to. Sorry, drop kids. That, That's, that wasn't that bad. Don't worry. I will say this about twenty-one seventy. There's a lot of people in Winnipeg who knew this. They they committed a sin that they did not need to commit. I don't know if it was Canada Life Centre, True North, Sports and Entertainment, or if it was Live Nation, or if it was AEW themselves. They had stalled at $7,7200, 7, and they decided, we're going to put tickets out that were originally priced at $120. We're going to sell them for $40. And we're going to do buy one, get one. So if you waited till the day of the show, you got good tickets for dirt, cheap, compared to the original on sale date. Yep. As somebody who would have paid the first day finds out, what do you mean that you paid 40 and I paid 120 and I'm sitting right beside you? I then hate the brand for, for gouging me. Mm-hmm. You gotta have credibility. Yep. You gotta have a, a legitimacy and, uh, in your price. And they broke that rule. Something that my former business partner, Jeff Dick, never understood. If you flood your market with free tickets, people will never pay a value for it. You have to establish a significant value. And even if only 100 people buy it, at least those 100 people might buy it again. And if you can get some momentum, you can build it slowly, organically, and go from 100 to 200 people.
2: Honesty and goodwill with your audience, too. It's something that you and I talked about when we started the podcast. We don't want to lie to
0: people, we, yes. don't, we don't ever want to break trust. And I'm always right. I always have to be right. It's Takata. Okay. And, and when I came it's, on it's Takata. when it? okay. I came onto the podcast, I didn't say anything
1: about not wanting to lie. So I'm I'm not part of that. <laughs>
0: I think there's a that's lie. why you don't have to tell you us can
1: lie. all
2: you want. I think there's a mixture here going on between the Takati beer, a oh, uh, Dakotier. Oh, no. February's no, no. not far away. Let me tell you something. The wrestler and a Takati motorcycle. Let me tell
0: you something. People who know Okada's just a stage name. The actual shoot name is Takata. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. We'll, we'll go with that. It's like I say when I have, uh, you know, Jack Daniels, I call him John. Yes.
0: There you go. Um, that's so what's in your cup. Am I <laughs> missing right. anything on the AEW front right now?
1: No, I think that's about it, right? I mean, we're, we're building toward World's End, which is their pay-per-view finale for 2023, and we'll see what happens in 2024. I have a feeling Nick Nemeth debuts on, on the pay-per-view. We'll find out probably I just this think,
0: week. I just think the money that he might want, there's only one company that's going to pay it. Now, if now the, on the flip side, though, what
1: do you think about maybe Sasha Banks coming back to the WWE I've in heard the Royal over,
2: Rumble? I, I could see it happening. Wanting big money, apparently. TNA has... More,
1: more than Charlotte, who just resigned,
2: And she's not worth it. I, I disagree. I you think Charlotte th- Flair is worth it. Oh yes, so
0: do I. I think, think Sasha, Bank is, I, Sasha is Banks is not worth, Char- I worth more. I don't think than Sasha Charlotte Banks Fair. is worth more than Charlotte. Flair. No, no. that's what I'm getting at. Okay, of. so Fair. she wants more money than Charlotte Flair.
1: That's the word on the street. Ooh,
0: so TNA is teasing that they're going to sign a big star, and there's people who believed it was going to be Sasha. And we're not talking
1: the Powertown figures that they just recently. Well, I was going to skip
0: That's to that. Very That's very cool. That's the though. next story. Okay, okay. Yes. Jump in the shark. Our friends at Powertown Wrestling that provided us with Greg Gagne, the vice president, on our show to talk about Series 1. They Who be- stooged a bunch of information. <laughs> that he yeah. stooged. All- There's also a Series 2 of Power <laughs> Town where, we're gonna where Wahoo McDaniel and I think Bobo Brazil is on that. How is it- you lazy carn, Bobo Brazil? Bees, bees, Brazees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would still sound bad. That almost sounded like real Karn. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so good.
2: Bezo, Power Bezo. Town
0: is going to release the impact. Remember, the or TNA they had they, they had their figures this past summer. They pulled them off the market last minute. Mm-hmm. This is going to be better than that because they look like dollar store figures. Yeah, before. They I have, the have a feeling that this deal has probably been in place for weeks, months, and they're very close to release. Maybe you know better than I.
1: Yeah, it hasn't been in place. It they were working towards it, um, but it's it's a uh, something that has taken some time.
0: Yeah, because you know what, the breakdown on revenue, mm. when you get into branding, and mm. I know that from deals I've been cooking up, where you're working yeah. with a, a company that's got a brand, and you've got the product, and you're like, let's work together, yeah. can we do a license, or how are we going to do this, and they're like, we I, we got to make our money. Yeah,
1: well, Brian Myers has been kind of coaching Scott on that a little bit, and kind of, because Scott doesn't really understand that, but he's been helping him out, like, With what that looks like and what the benefits are and the pitfalls of each side. So I think that's kind of how this evolves. I
0: think realistically, on a licensing end Mm -hmm. for TNA, if they're getting $6 a figure, I'm just throwing out a number. Like Mm -hmm. the figures are going to run at about. Probably forty or fifty dollars a figure, I would bet. Oh, you think that high? Well that's what their, that's what their Carrie Von Eric Diamond figure yeah, is fifty-five. I, I don't think I think these are
1: gonna be more retail figures. So okay. I think they're probably gonna be like $29.99 type thing. Okay, so then getting
0: TNA to six bucks is gonna be tricky because yeah. there's a lot of there mm-hmm. f- first and foremost, fifty percent goes to the retailer minimum. Yeah. Maybe even seventy. Like to get on Walmart shelves, you're looking at a lot of money. So and WWE and LGN and, and every deal since then, it's, it's mass quantity to make the money. It's not mm-hmm. per, it's the v- bulk, it's the volume. Mm-hmm. And that's what the machine does. Yep. TNA has got to try to establish the volume and their brand is, it had a great year in 2023, mm-hmm. but their brand isn't strong. It's not hot. They need a better TV carrier. And Scott Damore went out there this week and said, Access a- 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 TV is our brand or it's our, uh, it's our, par- it's our partner. They need better than that. And they they know it, but they can't say it because they don't have better yet.
1: I asked about the TV and, you know, no, if... Crickets. Well, if anybody knows, it's only Scott because nobody else has heard anything.
0: I... I and I would know for sure. I venture to guess that they're not even potentially negotiating, which maybe is bad. Maybe there's nothing, right? I mean... They're
1: not exactly... I mean, the TNA has got a little bit of a buzz, but that's kind of gone away
2: now. I, I, think, I think there is something going on, but it's just very cloaked. No, okay. I, I, so I hope so.
0: Real, reality is this. Of the networks, Paramount does not seem to want wrestling. Spike, like the old Spike TV, they got Yellowstone, and they have Tulsa King... They have a great streaming service. I have not heard of them being in on WWE, although then there's just talk that they're going to merge with Warner Brothers, which is definitely in on WWE right now, which might be out on AEW. So that leaves the player that I can think of is WGN Mm -hmm. as the broadcaster. They've been there for 20 years. I was talking to them in AEW in 2005. I was talking to them in WFX in 2010 The bar that they set at that time, they did a deal with WWE at that time to run superstars or main event, whatever it was. The bar that they set at that time was not, hey, we're going to pay for this. It was, we're going to give you an, an outlet where you can get to 100 million homes. Very valuable, I might add. Very valuable for TNA. I think there's a home there for TNA to say, hey, listen, we don't, you don't have to pay for our production just like Access TV probably doesn't pay for the production. TNA pays for the production. But, the challenge is: is can you get on prime time on WGN? And if you can't, where they're going to put you? Now, WGN used to run AWA back in the in the eighties. They ran WCW in the nineties. They've had relationships with WWF. Were they w-
1: UPN before? No, that-
0: UPN was the original home of SmackDown. Yeah, and then that became, if I'm not mistaken, that became my TV or my network TV, my network, something like that. Yeah, yeah. my network, I think. Yeah, and then. It might even be CW now. I'm not sure. That is the CW. It is the CW. Okay, yeah. so CW has always had that relationship okay, with I w. couldn't remember if WGN was affiliated CWGN with it. See, WGN doesn't- UPN. WGN carries uh, <laughs> Chicago White Sox, yep. and they're based in Chicago. They carry the Chicago Blackhawks. Black they have never shown a desire to carry wrestling at where they're going to pay the royalty to have the, or the licensing fee to have the major program. So what company is going to do that? Maybe NWA should have done that. I'm sure they tried because Corgan's from Chicago. But how does TNA get hot? They well, got to get on. They got to get on a network that has a hundred million homes. So is that the obstacle
1: that's preventing them? Like they need more eyeballs on their product. See,
0: and now I'm going to I'm going to contradict myself. So I.
1: So you're going to be wrong.
0: Back in 2010, <laughs> I knew very well if you could get on a network that had 60 million, we had. We had the potential for 50 million with America America one, one. but it wasn't, it was all scattered through syndication. We were on prime time in, in, in on Friday nights in New York and Los Angeles, huge victory for us, but we were on small stations. It added up to 50 million. So you can't market on one station and get all out there. So it used to be, you had to get a hundred million homes, but now anyone can make their, their mark on YouTube. Excellent. that's how Logan Paul and his brother became huge stars, mm-hmm. Jake Paul. But in the case of a wrestling company, NWA did it. They were getting hundred thousand views when they launched Power, mm-hmm. but they couldn't grow from it. But you have it on demand. Everyone watches YouTube. You watch YouTube.
1: Do I? Well, no. a little, little bit.
0: I watch a when lot I'm of, on it. I do. I watch yep. a lot of YouTube. Everyone has access to YouTube. So why is a wrestling company not saying, okay, listen, we can't get a very good TV deal. Let's make YouTube, our partner NWA tried it. It didn't work because they couldn't monetize it, yeah. but you got to get the eyeballs on the product, get the pro if, if people are, have to watch the product on YouTube or on a stream, but they like it, it might grow. Oh, Ohio Valley went on Netflix with wrestlers. Then they went on a string of impressive sellouts at a 600 seat venue, but they got to grow from that. Mm-hmm. How do you grow? You got to get hot on a network. And you have to sign big name talents. So you now, think
1: Sasha Banks might
0: be one of those? I heard the a lot of people speculate. Scott made the comment that TNA was at the final negotiating stage with a big name talent. Well, other than other than Sasha, it's Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. That's the only other person that could be. And Mustafa if, Ali, maybe? Is that big? I mean,
1: for TNA, it probably is. Like... It depends. Like, I don't think Sasha Banks is going there. I think she's going to be at the Rumble. Well, she
0: could be the biggest. She she is one of the biggest free agents out
1: there. And I think she looks, she's probably thinking, I'm glad I got hurt because if I didn't get hurt, I'd probably be in that dumpster fire AEW. Mm-hmm. And now she looks over at the other channel and they're like, hmm, that's looking
0: pretty good yeah. right now. Well, and the stability in WWE right now with no Vince McMahon interfering. Is... And the women,
1: like the yeah. women that they have there, yeah. there's never been more talented women. NXT with like Nikita Lyons and all these like So now you've got up.
0: me thinking that Dolph goes to TNA where he gets to basically be the top guy. I think
1: that's a bigger top signing for them than anybody
2: else.
0: Makes their men's division. Yeah. They
2: have a strong women's division, so they could use
0: some. Yeah, Sasha. it's
1: pretty good.
2: The reason why that works too is that the schedule for TNA is a lot less than it would be for wwe he likes to do stand-up comedy he likes to go do acting on the side they'll let him do all that stuff. exactly this yeah. is something where he can go in and do some matches do some work and still do his stand-up comedy and still do his acting and still do his, his side projects that he's interested
0: in he doesn't need the money he's 43 years old he's a year younger than me yeah, he doesn't need the money he absolutely sure. does not need the money but he he's never been a top guy yeah like he's been a, he's been the guy that there was a time where WWE fans wanted him to be pushed. 2013. He, yeah. Yes. Could, if he wants to prove something right now, he pretty much has to go to AEW and hope to be a difference maker. He or
1: He'll get buried there. Or put
0: TNA on his back. I would do That's If I'm I, him, I'd go to, if I don't need the money,
1: yeah. why not go to TNA, try it out. Do like what Trinity did, sign a six month deal, try it out, see how it goes. We'll
2: do exactly what we were talking about before. As, as a talent, story. get himself over by getting the product over. So he's got and probably what we thought CM Punk he, should have done. He's probably got social media following as big, if not bigger, than TNA. Remember, so Co- if he starts putting over the product,
1: if Cody was in TNA.
0: Yeah, very briefly. Yeah, yeah right. he, was. But he was. there. I was negotiating with him to do to do a show in Winnipeg at that time. Oh, really? Hey? Yeah, and he his rate was reasonable. Mm. Oh, did I miss something there? <laughs> Speaking of Cody, your favorite, love him. Him and did C- I mention that him and CM Punk? Yep. It's the what are they calling it? Who writes their story first? Yes. Yeah. You're asking me? Well, it's obvious who should, but
1: okay. Well, it should be Cody. It should be. It's yeah. his turn. It will be Cody.
2: The uh, office is all in on Cody. Okay, but here's the I can't th- tell if you're putting this no. I'll have Cody thing on the office is this No, That's, part of it? His, that's, that's legitimate. legitimate. The, oh, this is legit. Okay. The office
1: is all in on Cody. They and, are right now. And you know what? CM Punk will but his story is not winning the WWE championship. His story is main eventing WrestleMania. I think that's what he wants to do. That's what he was always told he was going to do. And yeah. he never did it.
0: I think you're right. I believe Cody, I yeah. believe it's Cody's time. There's a couple reasons why it's not CM Punk's time. Mm-hmm. Because you can't just go, hey, you debuted in November. We're going to, by April, you're, we're going to put you on top and not wonder if there's character issues. Because whatever happened in All Elite could have been character issue. Like human... Issues like he might be a bad apple in in the lot, you won't know that in the first four or five months. So you have to give him a chance to see how he does, getting the initial push, mm-hmm. then you bring him back down, then you see how he responds to that. Because if he starts being a malcontent, you have to get him off the roster.
1: All reports have been very positive. Of course. I don't think CM Punk's a problem. No. I think the problem think the is, is dealing with jack-offs like... A bunch of like, what did he say? I was watching the old interview, the press conference where he said you got a bunch of jerk offs who are EVPs who couldn't run a target. Is he wrong? <laughs> I don't think so. Honestly, if they were running this company properly, would they be drawing like like what they're drawing right now?
0: Well, no. They, but the problem isn't the EVPs. No, it's not. It, the it's bigger EVPs than that. These are a problem. Yeah, but they're not the problem. The pro. The but you problem. said it last
1: week, Mike. You said they worked against him. Yes. And that's what they did. 100%. Do what's good for business. They did yeah. Everyone, They made a show for CM Punk and now that that
0: network is talking to your rival company cuz of there's a chance it's because of that movie. Exactly. It's crazy. I will say this. I still think there's a spot for LA Knight but he would have to he would, he's cooled down a little bit. Mm-hmm. He there's a spot for him in this discussion too. I think it's going to be against Orton at WrestleMania. I think in in previous eras of WWE and Triple H was not in charge of the previous era, but I'm thinking of 97, 98, 99. At this point, they didn't necessarily know what mania looked like. I think right now, Triple H could tell you in a quiet, if if it was a board meeting, he can tell you night one is this night. Two is that he could tell you, and he knows it. And I believe Cody is one of those nights. And I believe Cody's time to beat Roman Reigns, Roman
1: Reigns is this year. Yeah. And see, and someone said, do you think does Cody have to win the title at WrestleMania? And I would say he has to, but now with Roman Reigns having it for so long, I don't know if it's the right time. You now. know, he
0: does not have to win. I'll tell you why.
1: No, no. At, at WrestleMania, yeah. when uh, he finishes his story, it needs to be at WrestleMania. That's not yeah, at that, SummerSlam. That's a story. Yeah. Not, it
0: has to be on, on the grandest stage. Okay. So if you watch the career of his father and Triple H definitely did. Dusty Rhodes chased and chased and chased champion Ric Flair and champion Harley race. And sure he had his three title reigns, but they were always very short and they flip right back. Cody Rhodes could chase for another year. Yeah, I agree. Or another, si- well, it's, it's gotta be another year. I agree. And he, but could he stay hot or the fans will start to think he'll never win it?
2: That's yeah, the problem. That's, the other
0: problem yeah. is if he wins it, is he hot after he wins it? And where do we go? Yeah. because Well, th- then they got to get their heels hot because they've got their baby faces really hot. Yeah. Then they got to get their heels really hot. And see, for me, I think he should win it only
1: because it's been so long and he needs to at this point. Oh, and, but I also think Roman shouldn't
0: lose it. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's tough. I mean, it's good to have options. I mean... So you think Seth C.M. Punk, Roman versus Cody... Yeah. And... Orton versus Ellie Knight... That's a heck of a mania, yeah. just on their male talent. That's not even scratching the surface of their female talent. Yeah. Dominic Mysterio has resigned, and so has Ray. Yep. So that's good. Ray. Charlotte Flair has resigned. See, they're they're keeping all their big pieces. But is
1: hurt, right? How long? Yeah. Um, it's a knee injury, so I'm not sure.
2: I'm not I sure was what's happening. Reading yet. something about it, it's not a great injury. She's going to be out for a fair amount of time.
1: Okay. Okay. So, okay, so who wins? Who wins the men's Rumble? Who wins the women's Rumble? Well, Cody's going to win the men's if Kate, he's going to... But Cody's on Raw. Roman's on SmackDown. So now if he wins, he can challenge for any world That's title. That's why he yeah. has to win. Okay. That's the only way he can get that match. Okay. Now, who wins the women's? Oh, Faces Rhea Ripley
0: or faces EO Sky? I don't know that The money it... matches with Rhea Ripley. yeah. I don't know that it matters who wins the women's because No, Rhea's bigger than she, oh,
2: I, yeah. I hate to say it but she's gotten bigger than than
0: the But the there are, the match ang- itself the yeah. angles on the yeah. women's side aren't quite like the men's right like it's it's more contest and it's less story mm. it's more more like they Women are over because of what they do, mm. which they should be very proud of. They so, don't. What they if don't... It, What if it's Sasha and Rhea?
2: It needs to be. A, yeah, it needs to be a, either that mean? or a fresh face.
1: Sasha and Rhea would be a main event night one WrestleMania.
0: There you go. Yeah. Remember this a month from now when we're in Rumble season yep. and we're watching it, and we might even be betting on it. That's just a hint. I don't know. Oh. We're not going to promote betting on Christmas Day no. when a bunch of kids are listening. That would be wrong.
3: Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas. This is a tulip coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, some of you younger fans probably won't remember me. I wrestled from the 1980s up to 2004, primarily for Westport Wrestling Alliance and River City Wrestling. I'd like to wish all the fans and the wrestlers a very Merry Christmas and I hope everybody has a wonderful 2024. This is
1: Tony Condello, TCW Wrestling, wishing everybody who listens to this program on Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all the wrestling fans. And special to you, Mike, you have a good Christmas and a happy new year, and stay well. Thank you.
2: Welcome. You've got mail. Let's dive into the holiday mailbag. First off, one coming in from Robin. Robin asks, what does each local wrestling company want under the Christmas tree this year? Very festive, Robin. Thanks for for emailing that one in. I'm I'm going to go
0: first... Oh, sure. Now you want to go first. Prim- yeah. Primos needs credibility under their Christmas tree. I don't know what credibility looks like for them. Um, a venue and money? Billy Blaze ha- Well, the, the <laughs> Billy Blaze has taken over as Booker. I think he's doing a fairly good job. I think they ended the year better than the middle part of the year, but not as good as they started. Uh, maybe Mustafa Ali becomes a guy who's a free agent that they could go after. I don't know what's going to happen now with Marty Skrull. I think he's going to be a regular for them. How about Matt Riddle? Could Cat he ridden, come to Primo? Signed with MLW. Yep. Yep. Could he come to Primo's? That's an interesting one. How much money are those two free agents going to want, though? Mark Miracle Pay. Especially if you can have the signing at the store. CWE under the Christmas tree, I believe what they want or should want is a better venue. I think that they don't want it bad enough. It wasn't on their Christmas list when they were on Santa's knee. They didn't say, please bring us a better venue. They've been a bad little boy. <laughs> they got a lump of coal. Yes. Um I'm not sure what they wanted, but that's what they should have wanted. And WPW, oh, this one's going to be, not to be a prick, and I love Devin and Ben, but if they did not have the Mecca Shane Madison on their Christmas list as the guy they want to be unwrapping for their what they've got planned in 2024, then they're missing something. They've got every other top-notch local available other than two people, Mecca Shane Madison and Mentalo. So those are the two guys that they should go after. Okay, I didn't think we were going to be talking about unwrapping
2: guys here today, but <laughs> uh, what, you, what, what about you? <laughs> what about you, Mecca? Um,
1: okay, so for Primo's, I would say they should have um, they would ha- should have a good lawyer on speed dial underneath the Christmas tree in case Adam Knight gets a little un- <laughs> unruly this year. We need to make a quick phone call. Um, that's what I would say. Um, CWE, I would say... I would, like, I would echo your sentiment with the venue. Needs to be a more profile venue here locally in Winnipeg. But I will say, and we touched on it last week, I would like to see uh, a bit more of a push for Sean Martins. Very talented guy. Um, think the world of him. Brings a lot to the table in and out of the ring. Like to see him yep. used in a more feature I agree role. I with that 100%. And uh, WPW... Whoa. Under the Christmas tree. I, that was interesting. Yours. That was interesting.
0: <laughs> um, Is that your way of subtly saying you might be interested if they call? Well, we they haven't called. Oh, there you go. Um, he wants
1: to be unwrapped. I heard <laughs> it here first. <laughs> I will say uh, WPW, I would like to, under their Christmas tree, I hope that they are hoping for, um, with the addition of the rec room shows, uh, still having those consistent sellouts. I'm hoping that that doesn't dilute the product. It won't. Um, they might get a bit of a different type of type of fan watching that show. So I'm hoping it doesn't take away the specialness that they've established at their other events.
2: Primo's reasonably sized, respectable venue. CWE upgrade their presentation. That's what they want under the tree. WPW they want to sell out the Burt this coming year if they have another well, show there. One. That's what I've got. They could. Well done. All right, second question. Great question, Robin. Coming in from Dale, and he sent his via Instagram. What do you feel is the best type of ring gear to wear? I'm guessing he's talking
0: about trunks, singlet, Mm. long tights, etc.
2: That's an interesting one. It's
0: tricky to come up with gear that's flattering to a lot of guys because they don't... What did you wear? I wore pretty much... it was a bodysuit and spandex. I had the legs covered. I had the upper body but covered. But you took... Didn't you take off the upper body for at a period of time? At some point, I, I liked actually it went did. right to trunks. I liked it. Oh, and yes. I, and I went out and dressed dress pants and a dress shirt and I'm, and disrobed in front of the fans. That was the
1: Halloween show. Remember? When I was yes. dressed up as you and you yes. were dressed up as yes. me.
0: Um, he was
1: wearing my yellow trunks. Oh, my yeah. God. That was I a would great say visual. Say, I still have a picture of that, though. I would say... we got
0: to look at that on social media. When a wrestler is picking their gear, something... Colors that work. It's mm-hmm. like when, when you, you maybe have done this, mm-hmm. when you work in television, they give you a personal shopper. It's so that they can find the colors that match your complexion, right? That's a big thing in television, especially mm-hmm. in high def era. So wrestlers don't think like this. Oh, my favorite color is black. I'll wear black. Mm-hmm. It's like you have, and then they're white or they have blonde hair and it looks stupid. Yeah. You have to have a, com- like, and I don't have it like concept of colors. That's why you get a personal shopper. So find somebody that can pick out your color scheme and say, this works for you because of this feature and this feature. And if I were you, I'd cover this and come up with somebody who can kind of wrestlers really could use somebody who would be like a, uh, give a consultant or like somebody who's like a stylist who will say, do this, do this, do this. And it'll portray the image you're trying to portray. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing, but I don't think it matters if it's a singlet. Mr. Perfect wore a perfect singlet. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan wore trunks that worked for him. Ultimate Warrior had great gear. It's, it's each individual comes up with it. The Road Warriors with their leg, you yeah, know, long, long, long legs looked great. So it, it, I think it varies by talent.
2: Uh, I would agree with that. And you know, it just, it just depends. I mean, when you're starting in the business, like you said, you don't really know what you're looking for. Like I, my first year, the color scheme did not work for how I was at the time. I was a very big guy at the time. You had it, the Andre one strap, right? No, I did wear, I was two strap, but I would tuck the other, sometimes I would wear it oh, as a one strap. I'd okay. tuck it underneath okay, and make it look like it was Andre one strap, but it was black, red, and yellow. Mm. It looked like 95 Eddie Guerrero, which was, is a great color scheme not for a guy who was like 270 pounds but it made the
0: rest, it made the fans think you were the local eddie guerrero it, right? maybe
2: so perhaps <laughs> so you'll, guerrero. Have, you'll have to ask there we already had a guerrero locally you can't do that oh that's right a Gibby guerrero and Pepito uh, trained by eddie guerrero in honduras and John Doe guerrero yeah
1: John, John Doe. <laughs> John Doe. oh yeah that that was his illegitimate that, brother that, that sounds correct
2: so it's yes. it, like takana yes exactly it, very it's, much related. it's up to the individual person just where are your elbow pads and knee pads? That's all I have to say.
1: Okay. And for me, uh, when I started wrestling, I wore a singlet. And again, just because I loved Mr. Perfect. I thought it was a cool look. Nobody else had it at the time. Um, so I wore that for a little while, but then you get a little more comfortable in your skin. You start developing a little more. I took the straps down. So then I figured, ah, oh, you know, I'll wear some bicycle trunks. I wore like kind of the longer Billy gun style trunks um, I did have a pair of long trunks, which I didn't really enjoy working in, despite the fact they were $500 for yeah, these things. Yeah, they feel like
0: they're riding down all the yeah, time. Yeah, it was yeah.
1: very strange. And then, I, I, you know, somebody always told me, main event guys wear trunks, just trunks. And so I just wear, now I just wear trunks. Even at 46 years old, I wear trunks because, and it, you know what, trunks are a privilege, not a right. I will say that. So you have to be able to pull them off. Um, or you have to not be able to care how you look when you're wearing them. There is that too. But I mean, I, I think uh, for me, I'm a traditionalist. I think if you can pull it off, go go with the trunks.
0: The other thing I'll say is do not skimp on price and go with thin spandex. Yes. Go with the either the double spandex or a thicker spandex. It makes a huge difference how mm-hmm. thick the 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 material yeah, is. Yeah, four-way spandex versus two-way spandex. That's big, what I Big think. difference. All right. Great question. I want to hear what's going on in the... Is there another big event center like last week? Well, it's
1: not vacant,
0: Do but there is. you know who, who texted me to compliment that? Who? Brother Midnight texted me and he said, the event center this week was pure gold. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, let's see what we got this week. This is your BG's Wrestling Event Center for the final week of 2023. We start in British Columbia, Saturday, December 30th, 365 Pro Wrestling comes to Sook. We shift to Alberta. Friday, December 29th. Real Canadian Wrestling is in Calgary. Saturday, December 30th. Real Canadian Wrestling is in Edmonton. And finally in Manitoba. Friday, December 29th. Canadian Wrestling's Elite returns to Rookies in Winnipeg. And then Saturday night, December 30th. CWE is in Amaranth. And that has been your B-She's Wrestling Event Center. Ho, ho,
3: ho! Merry Christmas! Listen up. This is the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. And I just want to wish all of the b Cheese listeners a very Merry Christmas. And a very, very happy new year. Except for you, Hulk Hogan. I do not like you. I hope you have a horrible Christmas. Well, you know, the uh, holiday season, it's upon us. And, uh, you know, some people, they don't believe in the Jesus. And uh, some people, they don't believe in the Santa Claus. There you know. But one thing's for sure. Everybody believes in the canon. So the canon just wanted to wish all you bee out there the uh, Merry Christmas and the
0: Happy New Year. Uh, except for the Mecca Shane. Mecca Shane, you can just suck my big cannon balls. That was a pretty good event center. There's actually events this week. There this, is. Congratulations to promoters putting their, <laughs> yeah. putting their money where their mouth is. Al and yep. on behalf of Ebenezer Stooge, also known as Mike Davidson, mm-hmm. and what did I call you? I called you Santa Mecca mm-hmm. and Rudolph the Red Nose Producer Chris. That's
1: me. It's been a great year, boys. Oh, that's been.
0: Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I don't me. even call you special guest star anymore. You're as big a part of this team as the team. it gets.
1: I have a jersey. He's a well, fixture. May,
0: once you started saying you're going to make a comeback, you all of a sudden, well, we got to keep you. We're gonna. I'm going to slide just sure. some paperwork and just say, sign here, here, and here, please. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It's been
0: an amazing year. All the weeks we've been on Chartable, all the people who've sent us feedback, all the people who dropped by this week to say Merry Christmas to our listeners. Tony yep. Candelo, thank you. Um I can't speak enough how much fun we have every week. It doesn't matter how busy I get. And trust me, I get extremely busy. It doesn't matter how much earlier this year, you and I had a blowout. The the podcast was over. It was done. It
2: was done for a week.
0: Mecca Shane Madison had to do what he does and smooth it all over. He's
1: called the moderator, Shane Madison during that time. He
0: brokered the deal. It's been an amazing year. I am thankful to all of our listeners, the unsung heroes we talked about today. The promoters that continue to do things, I want to say to WPW, you you guys doing the museum and doing the Burt gave us something to talk about. AEW gave us a lot to talk about. Primos. I'm getting there. WWE <laughs> coming here from Monday Night Raw, it gave us a lot to talk about. CWE putting you in the ring. CWE continuing to bring in big names like Jacques Rougeau, Ultimo Dragon. They did a great job. And of course, Primos. Adam Knight did a great job. Adam Knight gave us tons <laughs> We should send him some more than chocolates. Well, hello there. <laughs> Do you miss me?
2: <laughs> Somebody sent me some chocolates. So many
0: things to thank. They're delicious. So, but here's what I can say to the fans. Keep yeah. buying the tickets to local wrestling shows. Keep supporting the wrestlers by going to the gimmick table, the, the merch table. And please keep listening because we are loving what we're doing.
3: Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't no, but have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly Christmas And when you walk down the street Say hello to friends you know And everyone you meet Oh, ho, ho, the mistletoe Hung where you can see Somebody waits for you Kiss her Down the street. Say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Oh, the mistletoe hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you. Yes, sir, once for me. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't. Hope oh, by golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year.